0: An Australia without Rugby League is not Australia
1: Um, Rugby League has been a fabric of our
0: society for hundreds of years it's people's escape it's people's relaxation and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of Rugby League It has been those Australians who
1: have worked hard every day.
0: They have their dreams, they have their aspirations. These
1: are the quiet Australians who have won a great victory tonight. Oh!
2: G'day Chris Gale, fire up. We are a duo today. Yes, no Dennis Carnahan. No. We're holding up the scrum out, just the two of us, that's it. <laughs> well, that's all New South Wales have got anymore.
0: According to the overlord, <laughs> Volandis, scrums are a facade anyway, Stephen, exactly. so it's not that hard. We're going to find a solution. <laughs> we will find we're a gonna solution. We're going
2: to strip away the facade <laughs> and get to the meat and bones and just, uh, we're well, in the meat, just straight to the bones. Because
0: as Velandi says, I don't want to get rid of scrums because no. I don't want to tear at the fabric of the game like he's been doing all season. Yes, exactly. And we will talk about
2: his legacy a little later on in the show, mm. but let's talk about... Uh, well, I suppose some revelations. Uh, very, very, very dark. Uh, well, a curtain was pulled aside to, re- re- to re- reveal some dark truths about rugby league. Or not.
0: I don't know in this Kindle-type world that we live in, Stephen, whether they have the book event of the year. Yeah. But we've had the book event of the year.
2: Yes, we have. And we're not talking about the book of Feuds Part 10. <laughs> no. No.
0: Fresh material. Yes. Yeah. Cameron Smith. It's... What's that smell? Autobiography, which is called "The Storm Within." Yes. Yeah, you'll be able to show a copy of it there on the screen. It, there, there. there, we were given a free copy, by the way. Except that there is no screen for you, from what I can see. <laughs> Pat, would that be right? It says here, "The Autobiography of a Legend." Yes, that's what its subtitle. Look, I can tell you as someone who's, someone who uh, has call themselves a legend. It never ends well. It does, it's in tears, isn't it? No, it always no. ends in tears. Yeah. We, we know
2: what hubris does yeah. to every rugby league player.
0: But really, I mean, I tried to get hold of this book in a number of bookshops in yeah. Sydney and people were going, why, are you a Storms fan? And all that sort of thing. And yeah. I said, no, no, it's an anthropological exercise. Of course it is. It has been quite hard to get. Yes, uh, we're lucky that uh, uh, Redfern Pat is going to join us because he's actually bought it and read it. Yes, yes. But I've got some quotes yes. just to um, get us going. I think he's got a bigger library than Mitchell Pearce when it comes to rugby league autobiographies, hasn't he? <laughs> uh, a Pat. Redford, Pat's got a bigger library than uh, L McPherson as yeah. well.
2: What does he wear when he goes to his own library of <laughs> rugby league autobiographies?
0: Smoking jacket. Smoking jacket. <laughs> That's right. Corn cob pipe. But look, I, I was able to get a an exclusive extract from the book. Can I read it to yeah, you? Please,
2: I'd love to hear some. I've not read anything.
0: Okay. Open your eyes that you may see, O men of mildewed my. Minds and listen to me, ye bewildered millions, for I stand forth to challenge the wisdom of the world, to interrogate the laws of man and of God. I request reason for your golden rule, and ask the why and wherefore of your Ten Commandments. I dip my forefinger in the watery blood of your impotent, mad Redeemer, and write over his thorn-torn brow the true Prince of Evil, the King of Slaves. That sounds about right. Oh, sorry. Oh. That, that's actually uh, from Anton Lavey's *The Satanic Bible*. I've got, <laughs> okay, I've got that wrong. But I think we've got some audio from yeah. the um, w- audio book. Okay.
1: Your avarice afflicts the
0: world. It tramples on the good, lifts up the wicked.
2: Wow! Is that Robert De Niro? I, well, I, I, or I, Al Pacino. That didn't
0: sound like Cameron's. He story. did not. He did he did did know. It? No. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch from oh. uh, Dante's Inferno. Yes, of course. So look. Basically, I've, I've come up with nothing in terms right. of the source material. We had to get Redfern Pat on the job, and I think he's going to join us right. and uh, take us through the Do we the, need to call time. Ghostbusters?
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, yes, we know, we know some of the headlines, and we can report on that, but Redfern Pat's actually read the actual book in his
0: hand about the legend. Yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, is, is this an
0: upgrade on Dennis Carnahan? I mean, <laughs> is this, I think we're doing well here. Don't tell Dennis. By the way, 50 bucks. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm.
2: For the hard copy version? I,
1: three, I had to go to three shops.
2: What was the initial print run? Do we know?
0: Is that why they couldn't get any in the stores? Print run of a thousand. <laughs> I mean, it would be a great publisher's challenge yeah. because because no one follows rugby league in Melbourne where he plays, no. and nobody here likes him. So, no, no. I mean, who's he going to sell to?
2: Is that why he cancelled his media tour?
0: <laughs> you heard about that? He had yeah. thirty interviews lined up. Yes, and then some personal commitment got on the place. Basically, because he's been running what right. I sort of call the uh, the Kamal's Lament. Yes, he goes. He's been asking, what have I done to these people? Yes, yes. Right, because he's bewildered by the fact that he's written a book full of controversial moments. Yes, yes. And then when he's interviewed, the people want to ask him about yeah. the controversial moments. Kitchen heat. Doesn't, doesn't yes. make sense to him. Doesn't like it. No, so no. he just pulled the plug. Okay. I don't
1: want to spoil it either, but none of them are his fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you tell us a few things, though, please, Pat? Uh, we'll start with the positives. Yes. <laughs> friend of the show, Andrew Webster, did a good job. There's yes. no spelling mistakes. Friend of, friend of fire up, yes. Thank you, did. Webby.
2: I, uh, I love his article today about state of origin. We'll get to that in the second chapter here.
1: Yeah, you get to the end and there's acknowledgments and it says, thank you for making it this far because it really, it really, really is a slog. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some statistics in the back, but for some reason it just stops at game 427, which I don't know how well you know his career, Chris. Do you know what happened in game 427? No. 50 no. points on the Tigers. Uh-huh.
0: uh-huh. And that's just where the book ends. Right, so, right? so hang on. Was that this year? That was this year, yeah. Right. And so, so that they didn't
1: include the finals in his statistics. That's
0: very, Is this suggesting he's going to do sloppy. another run when he actually retires?
1: Well, there's as well, there's like he talks about his final game as if it's already happened. Yeah.
0: Right. right. So so there's an inference in there, as I understand it, Pat, that he says there's no way that I would play for the storm if it cost them either Brandon Smith or the new Prince of Rugby Lee, Harry Grant, right?
1: Oh, uh right. yeah, but then he also said that it's not his fault cuz they're contracted.
0: Right. So he said that
1: well, So he said that when he was young, there was Richard Swain was at the club, but he didn't have a contract. So he let Richard Swain decide. Yes. But now they have contracts. So Can I just state the opening you mentioned something about uh,
2: as if it's already happened. His yeah. opening line is when I'm on a football field, I feel like I can see into the future. My brain <laughs> tells <laughs> My brain tells me the story of how the game will unfold before it happens.
0: What can I and, say? And I think you've Landed on something here. The, well done to the both of you. You've noticed that the statistics stop at a certain point. Yeah. He's yet to announce his retirement. Yes. He says having spent yet more time with his family. Their family would be sick of him. Yep. He's going to consider it over Christmas. I'll say he announces his retirement at Christmas. Yes. And they bring out a second updated edition. Of course. With well, the latest statistics. Well, the yes. last
1: chapter in it is is, is called The And. And when I got to it, I was pretty excited because yeah. I, I nutted this out in one sitting. Yeah. Um, and I thought that he might have done like a Leonard Cohen, David Bowie, where he gets to tell his own eulogy, like yes. he gets to yeah. orchestrate his own demise, yes. but nothing. <laughs> nothing. It's just, there's, you know. There's no end. There's no end.
0: and the, <laughs> That's the suffering we all have to endure. You know? yeah. That's
2: the devil at play, isn't it? I
0: don't you know? know. I've got the vision of... Cameron Smith coming out of a cupboard and putting pennies on his eyes or buttons on his eyes like mm. Bowie did with Black Star in yes, it. it just yes. doesn't seem right. I mean, what's the print size? It's it's pretty, pretty big. big. It was
1: yeah. it was a pretty easy if you're worried about sort of maybe not a reader, grasp on English isn't too good, this book's fine for you.
2: Let's say. Uh, you'll get you'll get through it fine. Let's pull apart some of the accusations. I mean, he completely refutes a la the trophies for the premierships that were stripped in the foyer of the Melbourne Storm. Home yes. uh, re- refused refutes it all and, and puts the finger on David Gallup, yes. who of course yeah. hates talking in public about rugby league, but was drawn out.
1: Yeah, said um uh that Brian Waldron, he was an innocent, he, an innocent victim in it. Yeah, he yeah. was just a four guy. Oh. Uh maybe he made some bad decisions, but otherwise yeah. he's a good bloke.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh there's another bloke whose name escapes me, who was like the financial officer or something. Not his fault, he just made some bad decisions, he's a good bloke. Yeah. David <laughs> Gallup. And even Cam Smith went further. <laughs> He says that when Parramatta were were dealt with in 2016, yes. um, a little bit lighter than Melbourne, of course Parramatta had no, only had wooden spoons to be stripped of. Yes, that, um, maybe a
0: Nines trophy or something. <laughs> and they were happy for that to, those yeah. to go.
1: He uh, he called up Gallup. He said, "Good job." Yeah. no Greenberg. Sorry, Greenberg. Um, by then, and he well, said, "Good job."
0: I, I thought the interesting thing about all this was, as you said, Stephen Gallup spoke publicly. Now I was surprised Gallup was still alive, and I'm not. I'm not, I'm not just sure it's his estate trying to keep things going. Did he take over soccer or cricket or something. Well, you know, it's as it, to me, he's a Howard Hughes figure. Right? Yes, he is, isn't he? <laughs> and, he's got the Kleenex boxes on already, right? And and the the, the, the Smith thesis, if I can use that word, yeah. was That's that that they announced the the salary cap breaches that occurred, but Gallup said, we are going to conduct a full investigation. Yes. And at at that announcement, apparently the the Melbourne CEO and the chair hopped on an aeroplane, as Gallup said, flew up to Sydney and said, basically, you've done me to rights. It was about 1.8 over five years over the cap plus the red manila folder with the four contracts double signed, double right? Double signed, yes. And and then, of course, they do fully investigate off the back of Ian Schubert's beautiful work mm. and worked out that the salary cap breaches are about three times the size. Right. So Smith's contention is that uh, the fact that they got stripped before they found out they cheated three times as yeah. much yes. yeah.
1: invalidates the whole investigation. And yeah. he also says that that year he actually had to take a pay cut. They <laughs> said he,
2: in this, does he talk about what... Uh, I suppose fines or, or, or rap on the knuckles that Craig Bellamy suffered? He said that it was
1: it was very tough. Um, what did he know? Nothing. nothing. None of them knew nothing. Bellamy knew nothing. None of them knew anything. Right. They just he said that the money comes into his account every every Ooh. month and that's it. That's nice. Yeah. And he said he got he got uh, lots of money, ordered right? by the the ATO. Yeah. And they said that was all fine. So That's good. Because Cameron Smith was actually the victim in all this. Oh, well, well if you pay so.
0: tax on the full amount, I don't think it really matters. The ATO, the no, no, no. they're delighted. Whatever you got, you're they're going. delighted if you <laughs> got two contracts. What, what about the uh, the the Cooper controversy? I mean, yeah. that's been resonating. So that got one page. <laughs> oh, did not.
1: Got one page, and these are this is big big fun as well. This so it's <laughs> yeah. like a paragraph <laughs> in normal speed. 150 speech. words. So from on the other
2: say. side, it says his inner legend Cameron Smith has been accused of firing off a one-word text that cut ties with Cooper Cronk and his family. For good, for eternity. Well,
1: his version is that the first time they spoke uh, was on the football field, and they lined up, and Cameron Smith had a friendly, uh, a friendly barb, yeah. um, excuse the pun, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, at him, and just said, "Look at you, Coops," mm. and Coops didn't say anything to him, and then Cameron was like, "What have I done?" Yeah, and then he went to shake hands with him after the Iced. game, and he said he was upset because Coops shook hands with Joe Stimson, yeah. who Coops maybe played ten I games with, thought that
2: and not that Satan Cameron.
1: was so. Vulnerable, tender,
0: well, delicate. When you're cast out of heaven, yes. you get a bit of a you chip on your shoulder. You get a bit of a chip,
2: a number of chips, And, yeah.
0: <laughs> and of course, it, it, it's fortunately, if the book isn't comprehensive and it suggests it may not be, Yeah, Paul Kent's weighed in on this on a number of occasions. Yeah. And, of course, he's come in again this week and said, again, why was the Smith-Cronk love affair over? Mm. And the word was that when Cooper said, I'm in love with... Tara Rushton from Fox Sports and I need to move to Sydney to pursue that opportunity and family because she's had a look at Melbourne and she said, no, no. And and so Smith has gone, you go with my blessing, Cooper. I also... You know Understand the meaning of love yes,
1: Well I think in his words He says I of all people Know the meaning Right <laughs> Yeah. Right. He's the biggest now, supporter Now apparently
0: really? He gave that blessing On the on the belief That uh, That Cronk uh, was going to Canterbury or the Tigers Some dud That's right <laughs> And it all changed <laughs> Yeah When he announced The word Sydney Roosters Yes right? of course yeah, The nemesis And then the next part Of the story Was that the Cronk-Rushton Nuptials right. Were announced okay. uh, It was a small elite group I know I was invited It was a terrific occasion uh, Cameron's invitation was going unresponded. Yeah. So Cooper's reached out and said, mate, we've got to sort out the numbers.
2: Yes. You'd already responded.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I was yeah, there. And, uh, <laughs> and basically um, Cameron texted back the one word. No. Correct. And Didn't make the book. Right. Yeah. Ah. Right, not in the book. Not enough space. Right. Not enough space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> edited for time and yeah, space. come on, we can't fit that in. But again, I think in Cameron's world, yeah. he's answered the question. Yeah. And I'm not sure he completely understands the yeah, nuances yeah. of. made I would have loved yeah. to, but unfortunately, yeah. you know, we've got a personal commitment involving, you know, the kids and graduation or whatever. Yeah. To he to, to Cameron, it was always very no nonsense. Okay, let's lay another one. Uh, there's the the non-affair with with uh, our friend, yeah. fire up friend, Vonnie. Yeah, just one of those made-up scurrilous rumor stuff. And everyone
1: yeah. say why? Why put it in there? Well, yeah. he says that if he was gonna have an affair yeah. and he didn't, yeah, but if he was gonna, yeah. Why would he do it with someone in the media? That was his response Well, that. you know what
2: they say, the proximity is the main factor when it comes to uh, illicit affairs.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you know, I hate uh, falling on the side of Cameron Smith yes. about anything. But uh, I'd say credit to Bonnie is obviously allowed that to be ventilated. Yes. And it was heartening to see her and Barbara able to support each other through that. Yeah. But that's the way this game works. You yeah. know, it's destabilizing. In the same way that I'll end up always defending Smith about what I thought was appalling treatment by Channel 9 and 60 Minutes over the McKinnon Affair. Yes. But what was interesting about that to me is when you look at the grand opera that we're dealing with here, because this is operatic, this is Faustian in in every... I'm innocent, I'm the victim, they're all wrong. What do you you reckon he is? Do you reckon he's a contralto or a tenor?
2: Chris, are you okay? (laughs) We're concerned, aren't we?
0: But there you go. Mr Smith. So so Smith is furious about this treatment of Channel 9. Why... Talk to them for two years, yep. is coming towards the end of his career and goes, well, the media gig looks pretty good. Yeah. And, of course, the irony was is he was sitting there beaming in the wake of Queensland's victory up there at Suncorp Stadium last Wednesday night. He's just there chatting away on Channel 9. He's got more game time than Nathan Brown. <laughs> he <Yeah>. sure did. <laughs> and why is that? Because where else can he play his trade as a rugby league pundit, Stephen and Pat? Yeah. his Fox Sports is out. Right. And why can't he ever go on Fox Sports? Co- Coops and Tara. Yes. Yeah.
1: But how, I'll circle how, back to he's
0: the boxed how soapy is that? Yeah. I'll circle
1: back to the Alex McKinnon one. That's that's a whole chapter. Uh, terrible thing that happened. Yep. Not good for anyone involved. Um, you know, like it's no one's fault or anything, it's just a terrible thing that happened. But did you know that Cameron tried multiple times to reach out to Alex and yes. every single time he was denied Rush. Yeah, rebuffed. Yeah, yeah. And then Alex, he fires off. Yeah. He's saying Cameron didn't try, that's the yeah. Australian captain, what a yeah, what a whatever. All this time, it wasn't Cameron's fault. So Alex McKinnon, the guy guy who got paralyzed, apologizes to the guy who said that it was his own fault. That's nefarious,
0: isn't it? I'm telling you, if I read this book, (laughs) there's every chance that I'll fall under his spell. Don't read (laughs)
1: it.
0: And come onto this show next week and lionise the guy. Chapter four, you're done. Pat, is there anything else you want to say in conclusion? Because I just Uh, want to uh, quote Cameron just to sort of put an underline on this.
1: um, If Stephen passed me our phone, there's a couple of uh, factual errors that I found in it. Oh, did you? I did. uh, (laughs) Which it goes into a lot of detail about stuff. And so much of it's wrong. Like, says, lost to the Broncos in 07 when it was the Roosters in this club game. Said they won 24-0 against the Sharks in the 2008 prelim. It was 28-0. Said uh, said Australia lost to New Zealand in the 06 Tri-Nations. It was Great Britain. Said uh, Maguire was the assistant coach in 2012 when he left in 2009. And he also said he's not a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: publicly a cheater. He's, a- he's so he's been fined. So do we see sort of similarities between... Trump and Smith here in terms yes, of fact-checking. Yes, yes, yes. He, he gave he an interview with our, our good mate Andrew Voss on the new SEN Radio 1170 on your AM dial. He gave an interview starting off his media day, I think the one might have been cut short at the end, suggesting that wrestling was a good thing. Mm-hmm. He also blamed Wayne Bennett for introducing the wrestle, not Bellamy. It's, it's, but, but look, I just think this is the way I, at, at this point, and, and thank you, Pat, for being involved in this segment. It's been very, very important. He just wants to say that, come on, I'm not all shocked by it at all. My thoughts I have on that is it's crazy the interest I seem to create among the media. All I ever wanted to do, guess what? Play footy. Play, Play footy. footy yeah, yeah. He's a simple boy from Logan. And live my life. Yeah. I have never wanted to be part of the media scene. No. Having said that, he was on Channel 9 for about six hours yeah. on Wednesday. And he had. Be in the headlines. Yeah. Or create controversy. No, no. I am a simple person. I am from Logan. I was raised by a brickie and a mum who stayed at home I just want to live a simple life. Yeah, I just want to live a simple life. I am be left alone, Cameron Smith. Right, and did he? Did he? Ref- That's
1: a lot more poetic than what's in the book. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Did he bring up anything about being the referee or the second referee or the third
1: referee? Uh yeah. He that said accusation. Yeah, it's not his fault. No, no. he's saying that. Um, it's not his go. So he never wrestled. Referees don't like it he never ref. Never. He, he, never, he no, never cheated.
2: Never cheated. No, he wrestled.
0: He yeah. agrees that they wrestled. Yeah, yeah. But they was But just, he said he didn't invent it. But they he just perfected it. And he can't
2: see why. Barb got a ring, and everybody else is filthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there
1: was also the Battle of Brookvale. I don't know if you know this, Stephen, but there was a fight at Brookvale Oval oh, God, yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, Battle of rookie. Rookie. Uh, and, and Adam Blair, remember, he was throwing those. He was throwing crazy haymakers. Yeah, it's not his fault. Not his fault.
2: <laughs> not his fault. He was getting punched. What
1: else is he supposed to do?
2: Well, we're talking about it. We'll be back in a minute. Fire up. Thank you, Pat. Great stuff. So let's get to work, people. Honk if so you're fired up. Could, uh, so Honk if you're ready go to go. Then maybe we'll... Are you fired up? Are you ready to go? Are you fired up? Are you ready to go? Let's go make it happen. I love you, Philadelphia. Thank you. I love you, Barack. <laughs> now, I told you guys the age of Aquarius is coming, right? Yes. Mars and Retrograde is going. Trump's going eventually. Yes, you well, know? Trump's gone, but... Queensland one, Steve. It's not all done yet. It's not quite December twenty first, but we'll no. get there. <laughs> we'll get there. And anything can happen between now and then. Uh, look, uh, let's go back. Rugby, yeah, two weeks is a long time in rugby league, let alone a week and a half. We go back to State of Origin two, and I was there. Mm-hmm. No, and I wasn't. Uh, what a glorious feeling it was! What a glorious sensation it was! And uh, Payne Haas, legend, myth. You know, travelled the world. That picture, and then because he came out and he was chastised by his, I think, grandmother.
0: Yes, because yep. he got involved in the stink with Tino, but he had that beautiful. Bruce Banner into the Incredible Hulk rip yes. shirt showing those pectoral Tattoos muscles and yeah, goodness yeah. me and bring it on bring it on bring oh, it yeah. on and well we... in fact he was gesturing like Glenn Stewart and Adam Blair in that fight the Battle of Brookvale the Pat was just referencing so we're all very much looking forward
2: to round three State of Origin uh, <laughs> in Palaszczuk's Palace yes. you know uh, and what do we get he says oh, I I I'm not there to be a fighter or show how big my balls are Chris, well what what the hell happened
0: well first of all seven runs for thirty five meters yeah. Tina didn't show any balls no, at all.
2: Why was he living in fear
0: of showing his balls? Well, have you got any, any theories on this? I do, Stephen. You do, do? Is, you? is the way that the world has shifted? Yes. The well-groomed male, yes. particularly in the pubic area, Ooh. is seen at the head of the pack. Pack, yeah.
2: In evolutionary terms, right? Yeah.
0: And Payne Haas has said, "I don't want to show my balls." Is he? Is he shamed? Because they're unkept. He hasn't placed his order yet. Right, they weren't clipped. For the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. What's in there, Chris? It is the genius definitive word yeah, in yeah. male grooming.
2: It's got a travel bag, I know.
0: Yeah, it's got I travel I haven't actually
2: travelled yet because of COVID. But if I did, in that travel bag would go some
0: wipes. Yeah, they Clip. call that the shed, by the way. The shed. Yes, yeah, so that's yeah. the shed is the travel bag. Of course,
2: every man needs a shed.
0: Yeah, well, the wipes, you've got the crop reviver, which yeah. are the wipes, yeah. uh, which keep your balls from sweating, <laughs> smelling and sticking. Nothing funny about that, Chris. There's nothing funny at all. No. Uh, of course, the pestle resistance, yes. even if I can say that, is the lawnmower 3.0, which yeah, yeah. is the electric trimmer. Yeah.
2: Was that designed by um, Tesla? It was a
0: comment. It was or a joint, joint venture between Tesla and NASA. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, maybe Pfizer's gone on board lately with yeah. the vaccine. Rebranded. Yep. It's From manscaped. Skin, skin safe. Yeah. Trademark technology. Yeah. yeah. Waterproof. Wow. You can use it in the shower.
2: With a light, its own light,
0: yeah. directed. So, so you can really uh, get fine grain in the sculpting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Crop Preserver, which is the anti-chafing ball deodor- deodorant and moisturiser. Fantastic. You're all in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good. And, of course, the perfect package also comes with a pair of the Manscaped boxes, Manscaped trademark, of course, Stephen, so yes, that yes. Um, when you're feeling good, yeah. your perfect package yeah. goes into the boxes mm. as a result of the Manscaped perfect package. <laughs> Now
2: Has Papali booked one yet?
0: <laughs> when he takes off the Papali yeah. uh, fogarty Sh- budget lat- smugglers. Satin shorts, yeah. Perfect. 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 I mean, it's been a season yeah. of um, male nether regions. Yeah. Painhaas has been brave enough to come forth and say, I don't want to show my balls until they're manscaped. No. And we support we've him been, in that. We've
2: been, we've been badgering for the last week and a half.
0: 100%. Yeah. Now, Stephen, it's getting close to Christmas. Yes. You're looking for gift ideas. Yes. What's the deal, Chris? If you get onto manscaped.com yeah. right now. Yeah. You will get 20% off the cost of the perfect package. Yeah. She's going to bring you down around the low 100, so I can yeah. tell you that right now. Great Christmas price. Free shipping. Yeah. You've got to enter a code, Stephen. Yeah. And I know we struggle to remember this Hang code on. each year. <laughs> Hang on. Each week.
2: Hang on, because I think someone said it to Alfie Langer the other day, <laughs> so they're onto it up in
0: Queensland even. You I, know? Think, I think Dry Arrow might have mentioned it as well. We'll get into Fire! that. Yeah, Fire Up, put that in, 20% Honk off, too. free shipping, thank you Philadelphia, Yeah. manscaped.com, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com, use the code Fire yeah, yeah. clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. Yeah, well, we know that Payne Haas is going to be in, in for this very, very quickly, because I, I think the they que- all
2: go back to training, don't they? Yeah,
0: the, the Queenslanders will all be manscaping like crazy right now, because yeah. they'll be out on the town in Byron Bay, right? Yeah.
2: How are their faculties? Pretty, pretty St- shot, I'd imagine. Stretched, stretched. Uh, look, the House of Palaszczuk. Who, who? I'm very disappointed in Freddie Fittler. Very, very
0: disappointed. Well, first, first of all, what, what you're? When will? Yeah. New South Wales luminaries and identities learn, learn to shut their mouths, yes, Stephen. Because, yes. <laughs>
2: like, yeah. like, you know, let's face it, it's a simple game played by simple people. You don't want to entice them in any way whatsoever because they'll do really stupid things on the field, meaning they'll be within the ten. They'll, they'll extend the tackles into painful ex- uh, exercises. They'll break every rule in the book. They'll do it. <laughs>
0: well, former Tiger, Titan and Bulldog Jamal Idris once said rugby league is a simple game played by idiots. Yes. Exactly. And and Freddie Fittler, who had them positioned for the, for the third three-peat in Blues Origin history. With a, with a team that looked good on paper. But Palaszczuk was yeah. throwing up walls, Stephen, there she issues with the board. Yeah. First of all, she said, Gus Gould, mm. Ray Warren, don't want him. Right. They can't come. They eventually did. They, no, they only let Joey go. Oh, the, Joey Soul got in. or Joey didn't get in. Okay. Ray was calling off the screen, ah. you know, and all the Channel 9 New South Wales crew were back here in, well, it's not Willoughby so anymore. So she, she won City. that arm wrestle. She won that. Yep. They said, "Well, look, we're coming up. We're bringing in all this money into the economy. Mm. Um, can we can we relax in a hotel in the mm. afternoon before mm. we bus out to mm. Suncorp Stadium? Hey, Sorry, before Dennis. you go there, they didn't bring me up. No, I saw your mate Steve Allen got a gig though. Yes, he did. Yeah. Well, he he he'd isolated for a couple of weeks before
2: out of Sydney because Sydney is the perpetrating." Virus, I suppose. You know,
0: I think the argument would be that Steve Allen delivers an essential skill as opposed to the non-essential music. Correct. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so Anastasia, can we? I had the
2: song "It's All Right to Be a Redneck by Alan Jackson lined up. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> so she, so she's gone. Uh, Freddie's gone. Uh, Anastasia, can we just relax for a couple of hours? Because you know this is bringing money to your economy and attention on Queensland. And she goes, no, no. right. And at this particular point, Freddie has what, asked. Just
2: like, just like Cameron Smith did. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> one word. No, one word. No, text. Uh, that's power.
0: Yeah, and, and see, I think that's the way she's been communicating with uh, Gladys as well. Like <laughs> Gladys says, can we come up to Queensland? And she goes, no, no. Anyway, at this point, Freddie goes, the greatest victories happen when you're up against it. Yeah. So I think Anastasia may have overthought this one. I think it works into our hands. Mm-hmm. So that's Fitler goes into the media. What does Anastasia do? Overthinks it. No, no, she opens up called Stadium to a capacity crowd. Capacity crowd, yeah. She yeah. was only going to allow 37,500 yeah. in until yeah. Freddie said that and suddenly it was a packed, sold-out stadium. You have a great memory, Chris. You would remember that some of the things, the, uh, the traditions that
2: uh, Freddie introduced that people sort of mocked him for are uh, taking off your shoes and feeling the earth with your
0: toes. That's it. Gone. Yep. Couldn't do it. Yep, wasn't able to. So yeah. when you
2: take those magic tricks away...
0: What's got? And no one had been smart enough to no. snip a patch of Suncourt Stadium and take it down. Yeah, what so like the AFL tried to do. Those Blues couldn't yeah. – Get their would, toes. They were lost. Into the earth talking to worms and things. They were having trouble holding their no. feet because they hadn't felt no. the ground. So they were
2: shoved out of a plane, yes. 34,000 feet, they had to drop straight down <laughs> onto the stadium, correct. right, they fully all, dressed. They all parachuted out. Go. Their knees were buggered,
0: <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> they barely well, didn't sleep for days. Six of them ended up in Milton. Waterboarding you know, treatment. Over the other side of the bridge. Yeah. They had to be transported back. <laughs> Running back with a backpack on, you know. <laughs> it was, can I say, a fiasco.
2: It was a bit of a bit of an ask, really, <laughs> when you think about it. And, and, look, they did look shell-shocked, didn't they?
0: Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I thought yeah. for New South Wales only to go down twenty points to fourteen, they were brave, they oh. were resilient. Yeah, they tackled well. But in uh, Brad Arthur's words, they were dumb. Yeah. They... Um, but yeah, so everything was stacked up against us. But it, but it was it was worse than that. Yeah. Because no greater scribe than well, first of all, Paul Gallen. As I said, if you read Paul Gallen's autobiography in the same spirit as you would read Cameron Smith, yes. Paul Gallen's autobiography goes, "This happened to me. This happened to me, and then this happened to me." So Gallen came on the bulldog Richie bandwagon yeah. and agreed that this was the worst Queensland origin team in 40 years. Yeah, great, great. It didn't yeah, really, really yeah, work yeah, out yeah, that yeah. way, did it? <laughs> and, and so we always argue, why do you need to be motivated by those quotes? Yeah. You should be motivated without those quotes. Having said that, don't give them the quotes. Yeah. But let's let's talk about Freddie and his decision making. No, 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 Pappenhausen. No Pappenhausen. Pappenhausen. So where was the X factor?
2: So suddenly you've got a, You've got a, You've got a support crew of forwards only, right? <laughs> That's right. And then you lose your captain, the greatest player in the universe, to a knee, deliberate knee of Josh Papali to take him <laughs> out of the game. And Vladas's child was crying at home, so distraught he's seeing you know, Tedesco, who never gets hurt. And what do we got? No Pappenhausen to replace
0: him. No Clemmer to give a bit of red mist. We needed some, well, we needed some violence, Chris. The balance was all wrong. Yes. As Reverend Pat pointed out, Nathan Brown played 12 minutes. Yes. Nathan Brown, by the way, who's fallen into the habit of referring to himself in the third person in media interviews. Mr. Brown. Yeah, no, no, he goes, no, he goes, <laughs> no, when Nathan Brown gets on the field, Nathan Brown likes to get involved. He didn't get on the field much, though. No, he didn't, no. He, he didn't like that much. <laughs> mm. uh, and, of course, uh, it, it, it was all going pear-shaped. Bulldog Rookshi, by the way, I just before we get on to the on-field action, I'll just say what a great year it's been for Bulldog. Uh, you're talking Walkby. He wrote the uh, the article uh, that said that there'd be 200 million, million eyeballs on Sunny Son Bill Williams. That's right, playing Fact his first game. Down at, uh, G- and
2: Gee whiz, the world was on hold for that, weren't they? <laughs> stadium
0: against the Canberra Raiders. And what a sigh of disappointment that he, was. He interviewed the Dapto Canaries under-8s team. Who tested uh, replacement coach Dean Young's theory that the Dapto Canaries under-8s would have beaten the St George Illawarra Dragons that right. day? And by speaking to the uh, the young Canaries, confirmed that they would have. Yeah,
2: isn't that something the big man does on the Footy Show of old? <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah, it's pushing the. <laughs> yeah old right. Old. Okay.
0: And then he's called them the worst team of forty years. Now he's had enough um, uh, uh, self-realisation to publish yeah. that he was wrong. Uh, should we? Should we be concerned?
2: Are you okay, Bulldog? No, no. Okay. Because Bulldog, he's bounced back
0: because he says. Queensland, and I quote, yeah. in terms of the shield, they've claimed it. He goes, claim through a combination of courage, camaraderie and commitment. Can we say bulldust, bullshit and balderdash? Yeah, alliteration <laughs> at its finest. He's dusted himself That's off. That's gracious me.
2: That's great work, isn't it? That's Shakespearean, Chris. Now, what's the Papali deliberate knee? Tell me about that. Didn't he put his knee into Tedesco deliberately? That's what I all blue, blue saw, sunglasses, like, I saw that.
0: I was too <laughs> enraged by dry arrows. Well, that, that's, that's the key issue, isn't it? I mean,
2: if that doesn't incur the the red mist, that, that thing that comes straight down over the brain of rugby Lee plays to go all in, boots, fists, teeth, hair pulling the lot, I don't know what is. I mean, you do not pick a guy who is unconscious, who's dropped the ball from the ground and drop him down again. You do not. Rugby Lee's pretty brutal. You don't do that.
0: <laughs> so you want to know what dry arrow said? Yeah. And I was first uh, alerted to these comments by a fire up a fan and listener Matt Dillon on Facebook. Yeah. Jai Arrow, and I quote, I was fired up. Goodness <laughs> Honestly. Gracious. And obviously, I'd been told some comments were made about Tedesco, and I just want to come out. Oh, he was a loser, was he? Oh, no, sorry. I just want to come out and say it <laughs> first. I was. Fired up, uh, yeah, and I honestly, personally, yeah. am not a grub like that. No, so it's not. Please don't go. call
2: me a grub from now on. Yeah. In.
0: Don't put me on Mount more. don't put him on the cup it's or not, the shirt. It's not my go, not my go. But if you're fired up, it yeah. basically yeah, excuses yeah, yeah. everything,
2: okay. But what if normally, if, okay, if that happened in Sydney the week before, that would have fired up the crowd, which I guess that the team needed a crowd to fire them up because they look completely. Lost.
0: I, I, I think Lost. I, I said to you, I went up to ANZ Stadium in two thousand and one, and the yeah. terror. It just. It's. It's like a creeping. It's like that old William Castle movie, The this, Tingler. This Vincent Price. Yeah, yeah it yeah. gets in the in your bones if you're a oh, blue. Right. And you are really. It, if you run after it, carrying
2: your parachute for the last fourteen kilometres through Caxton Road, well, you're not feeling terribly confident, are you? No, Mel Meninga yeah.
0: style, You're buggered.
2: <laughs> so clearly, shows his age and his inexperience <laughs> and his innocence,
0: you yeah. know. <laughs> He's uh, somewhat robotic play. tried, you know. Uh, 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 Cody Walker did a disappearing Where act before, was he? He, before he got knocked out. Paint Haas. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> he, well, he didn't want to show his balls? No. I mean, Crichton tried. He's certainly a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> yeah.
2: That was pathetic, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I was so pissed off. And the refereeing, how bad was that? Well, Sutton. Sutton. I mean. <laughs> how does he get the job? Does he know anybody in the in the business? Look,
0: look, we were getting ready to celebrate or winning, winning <laughs> the Origin Shield. In fact, frankly, we did win the Origin Shield. Exactly. And I'm taking this to the high court. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sutton yeah, yeah, yeah. is on the make. Volandes has said Queensland Rugby League's had a shocking yeah, year. None yeah. of their clubs made the semi finals. Jared, don't worry about the yeah. offside. Give them a bit of a leg up. Right. I mean, if you see anything that has the reminiscence of a sniff of a penalty tried, yeah, don't award yeah, it. Yeah, no. Hello, Josh had a car.
2: I mean, in the, in the words of Gus School, he's the fastest man in the universe. He would have got there. Well, That's his job. Well, That's what he does for a living. You, you, and you, yet, Sutton or the, you know, the guy up top goes nah.
0: You're overstating it, Stephen. Nah. He did just simply say he was the fastest man on the planet. Yeah, I'll he bet he it did say right. it repeatedly. <laughs> Harry Grant yeah. hanging on there yeah, for yeah, dear yeah. life in yeah. front of the sticks when they already had one in the bin. Yeah, should have been an 11 on 13 in the last minute. Yeah, but it doesn't fit the narrative.
2: You know when? Okay. Sometimes things are accidental, but as a partisan game, this is this is where we are most one-eyed, correct, Chris? And we are allowed to be one-eyed. It's all about the hate, right? And and we were, we were, we were done. We were done over by something. There's no doubt about it. Every single
0: decision went that way. Didn't well, it? You know how I feel about the oven bell, Stephen, the six again oh, rule. Talk man. about tearing at the fabric Christ of the game. Christ Did You called it like on the fifth tackle twice in a row at some stage, didn't you?
2: And, and as always, the first try came from a penalty to get them up in the territory. <laughs> yeah, leg up. Leg up. Suddenly you're defending, you're defending, you're defending. 34 minutes later, like, oh, we're done.
0: Yeah. We're done. Because I thought, let's be honest, the Blues yeah. under that pressure. A brave, yeah, resilient, yeah. albeit dumb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at, the, at the end of the day, Stephen, for me, really what, what we heard was, in relation to dry arrow, totally summed up by Freddie Fittler, who said, not cool. Not cool. right? <laughs> Freddie, fire up, son. But to me... <laughs> Get ugly. The Facebook poll that we had on fire up said, what's more important, origin or the US election? Origin won in a landslide. Yes, yes. I think it was time to be done. Because at the end of the day... Queensland won the game primarily off the back of T- Tedesco being knocked out. You're saying yeah. illegally by Josh Papali. I accept that. Yeah. And both. I mean, Cody got. Well, that was a bad look. Yeah. But we didn't really miss him. Did we Not you? much. <laughs> no, I hate to To be honest, we yeah. picked yeah. up. Yeah. The two headlines on The Astonisher yeah. and on The Herald the same morning after the loss. Ted and buried. If they can't Ted come up buried. with different headlines, Teddy
2: Tedesco and, and buried.
0: The football season. That's over. a nice
2: pun, isn't it? Now uh, let's just take a so And I want to know how this happens. The, the House of Palaszczuk, the Palace of Palaszczuk, Yes, uh, where we're not allowed to go. We can't go in there. You know, half the NRL couldn't go there. But apparently, rags uh, couldn't go afterwards, there. Afterwards, in an interview with Alfie Langer, uh, where he was a little bit tired and emotional. Yes. Uh, can we have a little listen to that? Guys uh, oh, getting excited. We, we get, the bus is here. to Byron Bay at eleven o'clock.
0: It's only. 8 You'll be right. Shout that Queensland come spirit, on, Alfie. I've come got to on. ask, what was said to the boys last night before the game? Because they came out fired up.
2: Uh, it's a genius. Well, wow. They got hammered, and they got it. They all agreed. In the, per, the second game, New South Wales come out and hammered us. So we. They are the, cane toads, right? did the reverse <laughs> singles. Like, it's like tennis, you know? Like I, I can't explain it because I'm a bit tongue tied at the moment. A bit insane. Reverse singles, so we had to come out and do the same thing as them. So the boys, their defensive effort last night was pretty special. That's enough of Alfie. Anyway, he keeps talking about how they're trying to get him on the bus to go to Byron Bay. How come they're allowed to go to Byron Bay? Are they going to infect New South Wales now?
0: Because like Freddie Fiddley, Gladys has been outmanoeuvred. She's never shut the borders. Palaszczuk... They'll be driving down whatever the, I don't know the Gold Coast Highway or whatever yeah. it is, <laughs> yeah. with an open Queensland, Queensland, with a, with an open deck bus carrying yeah. the Fittler Palaszczuk Trophy, grog sticking to us, yeah. and with with impunity crossing yeah. our yeah. border yeah. and wreaking havoc in Byron Bay. And yeah. I'm telling you, if there's not a fight between Hemsworth, yes, Efron, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Jairo, all the, media, all the
2: media moguls up there, <laughs> Jai yeah, yeah.
0: And for Suomalawi, yeah. which I struggle to say. I hope Russell
2: it, comes up from Cross Harbour too.
0: It, it's on. It's yeah, absolutely yeah. on.
2: And, and let's face it, you know, they've tried to, well, they have basically put the, put the boot on the neck of, of, of schoolies in Byron Bay. So how come the Queenslanders are allowed to come in and do whatever they want to do? Oh, I'm done, Stephen. I'm oh, done. I am done. we we'll, are we'll fire up out of here. Ah.
1: <laughs> and now it's time for the latest instalment of The Life and Times of Gus
0: Gould. So I decided I was going to pace the sideline. I was going to be right into it, and I was going to be there and, and part of the action as much as I could. And I'm actually, I'm actually standing on the sideline when this voice comes from behind me. Hey, Gould! I didn't pay $250 a ticket to look at your fat ass.
2: Fair enough. And I
0: turned around and I looked at the bloke. I said, "Well, apparently you did." <laughs>
1: There you go. And that was the latest instalment of the Life and Times of Gus Gould.
2: And he he come, he come and saw me after the game. He said, that was the best comeback of all time.
0: <laughs> He's a chucklehead, isn't he? I tell you what, Stephen. I mean, we've got three episodes to go, but that was the last Six Tackles podcast this week. There'll be no more Gus audio. So no. drink it up. We, I well,
2: think- he wasn't parading that fat ass the other night, was well, he?
0: Well, no, he was stuck down in Sydney and yeah. uh, waddling, waddling we, around. Where, if there's a demand out there, let us know. I yeah. mean, we should probably release an anthology yeah. Yeah. of yeah. the life and times.
2: You know that, that this idea of culture—you know, the Queensland culture, Queenslander, you know, Queenslander—and Queensland New South Wales culture—and we, we built, we built up our own version of the culture. And there's usually a, a, a leading light, an example, a mentor, a father figure, generally. Maybe Palaszczuk is the new mother figure mm. of Queensland, mm. or she's just supporting. Wayne, who Wayne has some sort of you know little magic dust bag that sort of sprinkles on them all. How good is Wayne? I mean, Wayne is going to have a great year. How good is Wayne? That's my question to you. Yeah. What does he do? What does he do? Does, does he do anything? It's like Mel Meninga. Do they do anything? <laughs> do they actually, quote, they actually coach or just stand and go, Go out and enjoy yourself. You're a Queenslander.
0: They're ciphers. They they, they they represent an ideal. An ideal, right? And then you, if you, you know, and they were all talking about. Freddie was wandering around aimlessly at halftime, yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. Wayne was addressing the yeah. troops. If you look at that vision very closely, yeah. Neil Henry in that weird bucket hat, yeah. he's addressing the troops in the way that. Uh. Uh, I'm just I'm struggling here Reverend Pat who was the former Newcastle coach that Michael oh, Michael Hagen. Hagen yeah 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 right? he used to do the right. Malmeninga, well, Malmeninga right so yeah. th- these guys are just ideals and you can see the the way in which Cameron Munster the larrikin that he is yeah. looked sort of almost doughy eyed at Wayne afterwards
2: yeah. you don't think they under a full moon they just they literally get cane toad toxins <laughs> and just rub themselves nude under a full moon you don't think there's something weird going on behind <laughs> well, the scenes
0: well I did actually post a picture of Wayne after he'd been doused by the Gatorade and said it's the oh. ghost of Christmas past right or is it Bundaberg rhyme yeah it could be I mean, sponsors product. what is a Queenslander? Forex. Barnaby
2: Joyce? <laughs> Pauline Hanson? I know I'm picking some beauties here, Chatter? some top liners, Bob right? Chatter? Yeah, Bob Chatter. Yeah. Is that a Queenslander? Joe Bjelke Joe Bjelke. Flo, are that's they right. quintessential Queenslanders? You know, I asked. That,
0: that's why Cooper Cronk never fitted. Like, no, of course not. No, he's, no, he's, no, he's, no. I don't believe he's. No, no. Well, a lot of people that weren't born in Queensland.
2: Right, right. Now, it's been a bit of player movement, of course, because a lot of teams went well, back to I- To training? Stephen, I've got to interrupt. Oh, I'm hungry too. That's all right. I'm hungry, too. Because you will have noticed,
0: win, lose or draw, Uh, the Origin players are always munching on a bit of pizza afterwards to get the carbs up. And we like to not only analyze the news, Stephen, but report on it. Right. And there's been a little bit of a court matter this week We've been oh, featuring yes. the Manly Sea Eagles 5'8 Dylan Walker. Dylan Walker.
2: That's
0: now, right. he's facing some assault charges, Stephen. I need to hasten. He's a hothead, isn't yeah, he? <laughs> These are simply allegations. <laughs> okay. But he was collecting a pizza from a pizzeria in Narawena and yeah. he tried to open the door of a car parked outside, which belonged to a woman associated with the restaurant.
2: So somebody else's car? Yes. Tried to open somebody else's car?
0: Apparently. Okay. Now, why would you do that? Physical confrontation erupted. I'm not surprised. A man left the restaurant, yeah. according to police. To confront him. to enter the vehicle. Uh, he was confronted by, I believe, people connected with the pizzeria. Two gentlemen might have been related. The man allegedly became aggressive and was allegedly involved in a physical altercation right. assaulting two men before fleeing.
2: Right, this alleged man is?
0: This is Dylan Walker. <laughs> Dylan Walker. Now, okay. uh, this matter remains before the courts, but right. I think the most significant thing in this report, Stephen, mm. is that the uh, pepperoni pizza that Dylan Walker yeah. had order, ordered yeah. was left uneaten on the road.
2: What, he fled and left the pizza? Fled and left the pizza. Just to cool itself right. on the road. Wow.
0: Right. So this is just yeah. a salutary lesson for yeah. everyone about yeah. the perils of collecting your food. And poor quality food too. Well, well I don't it. want to get into the No, we don't know
2: how good they were, but would you place. leave a good slice of pizza or a whole pizza hut on the road <laughs> On a footpath?
0: I don't think I would. A allegation or otherwise, <laughs> yeah, I'd, pr- yeah. I'd still keep the pizza. Love Supreme,
2: I've been there many times. I wouldn't leave that on the footpath.
0: <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're suddenly not going to be hungry. Yeah. But, of course, for the last three months, Stephen, we've been in a beautiful commercial association with Doughboy Pizza. Yeah, yeah. And Doughboy Pizza has one enormous advantage over that situation I just described. If you're in the catchment area, Ataman, North, South, Bondi, Randall, I don't Lincoln have environment, to actually
2: go and open somebody else's car, do I?
0: You order it online, Stephen. Wow, you I get can... onto doughboy.com.au. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. And you might fancy a pizza tonight yeah. at 8.15. Yes. You can order it now. Right. And you know what you can do? You can design the pizza. They've been doing this for 20 years, Stephen, so they know what they're doing. Yeah. So do you think there were were maroon and blue-coloured pizzas last week? Well, I'm sure they did (laughs) something on a footy theme. They cover all your classic bases, spelt, gluten-free, sourdough, original, crispy and thin. Fantastic. As opposed to thin and crispy. Yeah. You can do half and halves. You can do vegans. But most importantly, you can build your own, Stephen. Now, there's an offer.
2: Yeah.
0: Hang on. Timing. Yeah. You can order the time. That's right. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Exactly. If you want a pizza at fifteen right now, you can mm-hmm. order it right now. You can, yeah, yeah. You can stop this podcast. You it, you People it. probably want us to. What you want, how you want it, when you want it. Correct. Okay. No collection issues, no, no altercations, no, no, no ending the, up in court. No ending out there with no, some dumb bugger. No <laughs> NRL <our real> contracts <laughs> torn up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so um, now if you do want to do that, Stephen, yeah. how are you going to get 20% off that pizza?
2: Are you ready? I'm going to honk. Fire <laughs> Thank you, Barack Obama. Get on
0: doughboy.com.au right now. Order your pizza, how you like it, when you like it. Enter the fire up code, get 20% yeah. Great. off. Thank you, Doughboy Pizza. Thank you
2: very much. Okie dokie. I am getting hungry, i got to say. Well, I'm very Yeah, pissed. yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, the teams are gone back to training already. It's extraordinary, isn't it? Uh, and, and, if this, and that's the only bit that I haven't read about this book that I heard about, that the Bellamy style of training, the boot camp that makes them sick, it puts them in hospital. Right. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. maybe why they win. Yeah, they actually I hard. just can't see
0: Jason Saad trading that hard, can you? Jason Saad from the St. George Illawarra Dragons. exactly
2: that one who's sort of there and sort of not there. Well,
0: he's looking to get out of his contract yet again, yeah. Stephen. Transport issues, eh? What, what's the problem?
2: Well, apparently he's a, he's a very – well, maybe his navigation is no good. So he doesn't know how to use a phone. So he has to get from Greystains, is that right? That's the suburb of Sydney. Down to – The Gong? I went there down there yesterday. Very easy. Just go – you basically yeah. point the car south. freeway. Out. Just get out of Sydney freeway. Yeah. And you can skirt around Sydney. But he wants out, so his agent says, because it's too far, too hard to drive. Now, look, I agree. I think I think St George should base themselves at the new stadium in Central Sydney. Better for all of us. But we can all go there. But,
0: but Dominic Perrett announced this week, yeah, a four million dollar feasibility study into Cogra Oval.
2: Well, okay, let's.
0: And, and, and let me tell you what. What is $4 million going to tell you that you don't already know about Cogger Oval? Oh, that's just a feasibility study. It's a dud. I mean, you want to relocate.
2: You all want a new home. Yes, yes. Forget that. Yes, yes. So if you had half the – well, okay, let's say you
0: you train for a few days a week down at the south and a few days up in the north, you know? Yeah, right. What's the problem? Well, it it doesn't seem to be a problem. By the way, as you say, it's pretty easy to get around. I know a lot of people hate these new tunnels, Stephen. yeah. I'm a bit of an acolyte. Yeah, The M4, the M8, I'm yeah, loving yeah. it. You
2: want to get to homebush quickly from but, where I But the spoke. other day,
0: I did get into the North Connects for the first time, not understanding that I couldn't get out to Sydney and I ended up at uh, Windsor, uh, Windsor Hills or something. But <laughs> but the North Connects, if you get to the middle of the tunnel, yeah. it actually has a disco light section. Yes, I know. Like It's beautiful. Can I
2: just say there are two, tri- two very distinct tribes in Sydney, those that live on the North northern suburb beaches and those live on the eastern and southern suburb beaches, the NIMBY attitude, not in my backyard. They never want a train system or a tunnel or anything that's going to bring foreigners up into their shores. But what do they do? They cop traffic all the time. The Spitbridge is no good, isn't that's it? That's right. You know, so there he is wanting to go to Manly, Jason, sub, we're talking. Worst timetable. It's
0: Can't crazy. Can't get there. So he's arguing that the transport's getting him down, but they've done the numbers yeah. and um, I guess they're crunching pre-pandemic. Yeah. But basically you commute to Greystone's Wollongong, an hour and 20, yeah. Manly, two hours. Right. Shorter distance to Manly, but longer time. You know what it is though, Stephen? Is I it? reckon there's more money on offer on the table from Manly ah, Raringa. And age. this is a curse. And I speak as a team who's mm. suffering from this curse because of, I don't know if you followed the controversy this week, Stephen, with Josh Alloa, probably the Tigers' best forward over the last two He's years. going. He's gone. Well, here's the narrative. We mm. know Fenua Blake went to the Warriors. Yep. And his manager is Tyron Smith. And he went for a lot of coin and no replacement. Now, Josh L.O.A., mm. managed by who? Yeah. Tyron Smith. Oh, no. I want to go to Manly. Oh, no. What for? For a hell of a lot more money. So, is,
2: well, who's, who's managing your, your, you know, your roster? Yeah. Who's doing that? Yeah. Who?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, his name is Adam Hardigan, but I could be wrong. Oh, there. God. And <laughs> Jussie Pascoe. But uh, he's asked for leave on compassionate grounds. Yes. Now, yeah. Tiger's chair, Lee Hantropatelis, yeah. has quite rightly said, well, if someone comes on compassionate grounds, I guess they can leave. But they can't leave to somewhere else for a lot more money, can they? No. And no. he said that Josh can uh, mow the lawns at Leichhardt and Campbelltown uh, next year if he doesn't want to honour the contract. So it's, it's gone south very quickly. we we'll give him a slow clap if he's there doing <laughs> it.
2: Hey, can I say to you, who's, who's, your, who's your building billionaire owner, Mate?
0: Oh, uh, Harry Triggerbelt.
2: What's, what's he doing?
0: Harry, uh, quite many, a number Hands of years off, ago, Harry said, I've done enough dough here, thank you very much. <laughs> is that
2: right? Uh,
0: so we've got a lot of trouble. We have signed yeah. Dane Laurie from Penrith today yeah. as a future fullback. And, of course, Jimmy the Jet Roberts, redemption. Jimmy the
2: Jet. Now, Jimmy, uh, we have to, we, you know, obviously many people have been concerned for Jimmy, but how easy is it for, you know, Super Coach Wayne, you know, the, the great mentor, just as yeah. a, no, gone yeah. on. with
0: I've done my, done my time.
2: <laughs> suddenly Jimmy's going to your joint, and
0: he's fast. Well, and he gets on with Madge. So you right. know uh, we're hoping he does the right Madge thing. is tough. We put him on a lot of performance requirements. The other stuff in the market, Steve. What about Joseph Suwali, who's a little bit like the character in Catch 22, who was paid not to grow alfalfa. Yeah. The Roosters are apparently going mm-hmm. to stitch him up. Okay. And so pay him not to play rugby league for two years. So who did he have a contract with? Rabbits. Rabbits. First problem. Now he wants to go to the Roosters. Who doesn't? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. No, me either. I'm done with the Roosters, by the way. I'm going to take my season ticket, Steve. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tear it up. You've done, your do I think I've done. I think you've done, your job.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so they're going to be mean-spirited, are they? <laughs> to make him sit. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, And then the last one mm-hmm. was Josh Mansour, you know, grand final hero. Oh, I, love, I love Josh Everybody Mansour. Everybody loves yeah, Josh yeah, Mansour. Yeah, yeah. Terrific yeah. guy. He's a trier
2: and he really, through pain and suffering, he's found he went through a lot of drama, didn't he? Right.
0: Now, the flyer from Forbes, yeah. as opposed to <laughs> the Fijian flyers, <laughs> yes. uh, Charlie Staines has been said, you're the future of our uh, wing three quarters, my son. Yeah. So Josh Mansour has been told by Penrith, your services are no longer required after nine wonderful years. Yeah. Now, Josh was tipped off because the powers that be decided to meet with him to talk about his contract situation, not in Penrith, yes. where they could be seen, because people would become and go, Josh, we yeah, love what you do. We doing. love your work, yeah. Can't but wait to see you next year. You're, you're, you're our greatest hero. They took him to Homebush. Oh Have you guess what the name of the restaurant was where they uh, brought the axe down. I don't know. Uh, um, Herod's?
2: <laughs>
0: Something bad was going to happen. Whatever you're going to say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the French Revolution. Yes, no. uh, the Abattoir Blues.
2: The Abattoir Blues.
0: <laughs> really? Josh got the chop.
2: As he, by the way, has he got a box of Manscaped?
0: Uh, I, I think look, he looks like he does. I, don't know, I think we should send him one for okay. Christmas to <laughs> <and> cheer him <laughs> up. But uh, I tell you what, it's the it's the year of the J contracts. Josh Mansour, Josh Aloa, Jason yeah. Saab, Jimmy the Jet, and Joseph yes, Wilder. It <laughs> wow, Jason it's
2: Saab. like
0: it's like Bulldog Richie alliteration. Yeah, yeah. Jeevan Ferris. <laughs> Where
2: does that leave us, Stephen? That leaves us with the legacy of Peter Volandis, the overlord himself. Uh, now, look, it's a pretty scary picture. That I wouldn't want to be going to a meeting with a man like that, would you? I mean, look at
0: the purple tie with the blue shirt. I think you pointed out that they just well, need to put a very discreet laurel wreath around yeah, gold, his head. gold yeah, laurel yeah, wreath. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Look out, look out, and a big sort of gold staff, you know. Uh, he says, okay, there's a few things he has to get done. He says, I want to keep the scrum because it's the fabric of the game, but we've got to improve
0: it. Everything else is not the fabric of the game. Yes, i.e. penalties versus six. And we again. can change everything. Change everything, but yeah. he doesn't want to change scrum. How are you going to? Yeah. Turn them into a non-facade. And when it was the fabric of the game, it was contestable. <laughs> well, so yes. That's all he can do. Surely. Turn the scrums back into a contest. Back into a contest. What yeah. sort of contest do you propose?
2: Well, I know he doesn't want to. You know, people's necks have to be protected because True. that was one of the big issues. Um. Then of course, there's the whole mucking around in the scrum and the referblown pedal.
0: Is everyone getting the shits with it? Well, no, no, no one wants to hear the words feet across again, do they <laughs> no, no,
2: they don't. But I, I do love the idea that the hooker's throwing punches underneath and someone's kicking someone else's shin. <laughs> I think that's hilarious stuff, you know. <laughs> or wet willy, you know. <laughs> that gets people going. Uh, I'm thinking you could say, well, I mean, if you're a like a gambling thing, you know, they fly, they flip a coin for who's which way you're going to run who's going to kick off. Yes. I mean, that's considered a valid way to decide to make a decision. We're a two-up nation, aren't we?
0: Right. So, I mean, let's tap into the Australian ethos of gambling. Yeah, yeah. And because in the old days when scrums and, and were what contested. what he do?
2: Race in New South Wales?
0: Well, Hello. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, there'd be a secondary market. You could bet on the scrum who's on going the to win. Did, it. Yes, I know. Because scrums, <laughs> when they contested, were a lottery. Yep. So you go back and make them a lottery. Yeah. So yeah. either someone, I, I think, particularly for night football, the scrum is called. Yeah. You drop all the stadium lights. Spotlight on the scrum. The, yes. the six ominous music. The twelve players. Are not, yeah. Now someone either wheels. I'll play
2: something from Gladiator. That's right. Exactly. <laughs>
0: someone either wheels on one of those spinning barrels with the balls, and they select who wins it. Ah, like lotto. Yeah. <laughs> or something you suggested, yeah. where the two hookers yeah. step up onto a little plinth yeah.
2: after they've done a bit of facade work.
0: Yes. They stand up. Yeah. And the two hookers go at it and do what? Rock. <laughs> Paper,
2: scissors. Perfect. Oh, Ronnie record. How much drama is in that? And even the kiddies would get that one too, wouldn't <laughs> they? <laughs> okay. Well, that's great. Peter Blanche, you got your ideas for that one. Uh, he said he still wants to cut costs. Great, you know. Terrific. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to change the no-fault stand down. That's word wonderfully.
0: Yes, well, that's very. Well, much I don't so know it. if
2: the prosecutors are doing the right job, and the police are going to be looking dud. Who should pay for the, the pay the bills in that one?
0: Well, uh, you know. Why did
2: I mean, that go ahead? Because the police said it should go ahead. Yeah. Am I, I right am. or wrong here?
0: Well, I, we'll I, wait and be it's, seen. it's murky. <laughs> very murky. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And it does look like Wollongong's a bit of a bubble. Can I say that? Yes, and it does. And it has raised some of my friends going, what are the mores of people of that generation? I said, don't even bother. Don't even go there. Don't even try and understand. Christ yeah, yeah. Uh, But, you know, he did reveal
2: the human side of Peter Volandis. In, In how so? Well, when Teddy got a knee to the head and was knocked unconscious, his son was crying.
0: Sorry. Knee to the head, knocked unconscious ragdolled by Jai Arrow, Arrow, who is fired up, but not a grub and not he his go. Be, he should be drummed out of the game. He is the new yes, bet isn't he? Isn't he what? If, if, if Smith goes... Super grub. If Smith goes... You know Jay where Arrow's going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From a club that everybody loves, the yeah. Titans, to you know where? Melbourne. Rabbits.
2: Rabbits! Oh. We're all in on <laughs> <Okay>. Arrow. <laughs> uh, now, I don't know. What else they're going to change? I mean... Well, uh, I
0: think you were saying when Tedesco was ragdolled, uh, there was a personal element to it for the yeah. Volandes family. Yes. His son.
2: Now... Having
0: 50000 at Origin 3 helped
2: our finances. Well, that's – thank you, Palaszczuk. But
0: it didn't stop his son from crying when Teddy it's, got hurt. And, 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 and you,
2: you said the wash-up earlier. What what was the end result? Who were the two winners in rugby
0: league this year? So, Stephen, we're at the grand final. Yes. And can I just personally congratulate you on a marvellous job? I mean – Any particular favourites, Chris? Uh, well, you know, I always like the opening of uh, Earth, Wind & Fires in the Stone. When yes, you're packing yes. a scrum. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, one way or another, the, the yes, Blondie yes, issue when it went yes. from being the six again to the penalty. Yes, yes.
2: Uh, I, did, I did get, it. I'm ever going to see your face again?
0: Yes, yes when yes. Uh, there was the first of the Sin Binnings, yes, if I remember right, correctly, yeah. which was did I get? Did, did
2: you hear The Who? Did I play The Who? Did I get fooled again?
0: The uh, opening synthesizer arpeggiator? Oh, lo- love that little bit of yeah. sequence of work yeah. from Pete Townsend. Revolutionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I know you're a big fan of the Meher Baha O'Reilly. I know that. So.
2: <laughs> yeah. But,
0: but and, and can I just say, you were trying to provide entertainment, which is yeah. a game that had been turned into a And you thought I'd hit darn. a low
2: point, didn't you, when I'd played... I want to be alive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will never criticise you for playing that. And I know you played Yes for me, but it got cut Look, I love
2: Sylvester, a captain's I want to that different. <laughs> That's
0: right. Um, do you want to funk? Should get a run sometime. Should get way. a run, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But they did a puff piece before about, re- you know, resumption day and yeah. what a great job. And yeah. you can see it up on our wall at the NRL, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And how they all et said he was not going to win, right? That's right. Yeah. And the tagline the NRL dubbed themselves mm. in relation to that achievement of getting the game back and yeah. getting us to the grand Which we final. appreciate. Yeah. The tagline was Absurd you are dreaming unthinkable. unthinkable. If Peter Valantis had come to the greater rugby league public, yes. like you and me, yeah. Redfern Pat, Dennis Carnahan, and yeah. said, yeah. this is my vision. Yes, We're in the middle of a pandemic. Yes. What What's I wanna, the tonic? Yeah, what I want to do is bring rugby league back yeah. and I guarantee you the following. Yes, An NRL premiership for the Storms, and an Origin win for Queensland, Man. you know what I would have said to him? What? Absurd. You are dreaming. Go Unthinkable. now. Unthinkable. <laughs> Get out of here, my Landis. What a great result that was. Oh, they and... should never have come back. No.
2: What a I'm... waste of a year. A waste of a year. It, it, it will be the the year with the asterisks. Oh, look,
0: it, look it's, it's a many asterisks. Yeah, many asterisks. Because there. that's blanking out the swear words that I'm thinking about right now. <laughs>
2: Well, on that note, Chris, uh, we've probably got more to talk about in the next couple of weeks, haven't we? Well, let's, let's broaden the conversation from Rugby League next week, okay. then. It's been lovely having you uh, and you, uh, uh, Storm Within. It, that, that is a—it's uh, an oxymoron, isn't it? <laughs> he's the calmest guy in the world, or the guy with no heart, no feelings. It's <laughs> right. called the Storm Within? I don't think so. Do you so. think Cameron Smith is making something up? Yes, yeah, so I do think he's making a few things up. On that note, we'll say farewell. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>